guy at work. I don't know. Like, yeah. oh, well, maybe with me it'd be different, but let's say you punched a guy at work, okay? Okay, sure. <laughs> Haley's sure. laughing in the background. <laughs> <laughs> I know, it's, it's exactly what you can imagine happening with me, right? <laughs> yeah, but yeah, like you punch a guy at work, it would be like a thing at your work, and that's that's it. Yeah. But like that kid goes and hits that ref, and the the whole world knows about on, it now. It's with like the, TV, the game was on TV too. Like there's like video, oh, there's literally full man. video of it. Like, oh, fuck yeah, it's really, fucking dummy. Man, like I don't know what kind of shit got to be going through your head to think that that's. A good I've been idea. mad, but I've never stormed a field and hit a ref. Like, yeah, that's like an impulse control thing, right? Like, you've got the idea. It. Yeah, it's like that's. Is that middle class white guy again? Yeah, I don't think they call beer bizzerp in the south. I don't think they do. I don't think they call it that anywhere. So I mean, well, <laughs> hey, you got a name if you ever want to start your own beer. Some artisanal, like white guy, middle class wangster shit. Purple. Like, check purple out my label. bizzerp. Like, <laughs> tastes like codeine. Oh my god. We <laughs> <laughs> literally run out of town, <laughs> dude. You'd have you'd have a million first time buyers and never have any returning customers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, but you know what? Today, and you're uh, like, who wears that? Yo, mini rant, mini rant here, mini rant. Go here. nuts. People that wear weed clothing, look, I have nothing wrong with like if your shirt has like a small thing of weed or like you have weed socks or something like that. But people that fucking wear every single article of their clothing that's weed related and make their personality 420 bro swag shit yeah. are the most frustrating people on the planet. I, I can't say, yeah, I don't you gotta, understand. Like you got to get more interests. Like, yeah, man. Like you got to diversify your interests. If you're smoking weed and the only thing you're into is smoking weed, then you're not smoking weed right either. Before we say the, the starting, I have yeah, to yeah. tell you this part. Okay. So I did that. Uh, my ultimate, like, duh, high stoner conversation. We were at a really nice Italian place, okay? And we got fried mozzarella with, like, fresh marinara sauce. Mozzarella sticks? Yeah, I went on a rant about how someone needs to do this. And how it hasn't been done before. <laughs> and Haley just looked at me and before she didn't even say a word I went oh my fucking god mozzarella sticks <laughs> Hardest dog, laughing you're a genius you're oh, a I felt so genius. smart I'm like how has nobody put a crust on a cheese and fried it before <laughs> she's just looking at me with her mouth open being like are you fucking listening to yourself <laughs> well fuck alright buddy buckle up it's time it is 6.43 p.m. It is December 7th, 2020. This is the fucking A podcast. My name is Dan, and this is Matt. Hello, Matt. Hello, Daniel. How are What's, you? How's it going? Uh, I'm good, man. How are you doing? I'm doing great, man. I'm doing fantastic. Still yeah. got my lemon water. Had a beer in me. I'm good oh, to go. Wow. Wow. Oh, we're in for it now, folks. We're in Whew. for it now. He's got a beer in him. Look out. Yeah. It's going to be Ooh. nothing but hilarity ahead. 
I'm a little tipsy. Off of one beer. Well, no, no, joining right. us today is uh, eighth grade Matt, who apparently just, just had his first beer and is feeling a little wobbly. Having his second. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be very rowdy. This is going to be the rowdiest episode. Episode 12. We're, we're settled in double digits now. So we're, we're feeling, I think, we're feeling confident in ourselves, aren't we? Don't you think? Don't you think we're feeling my swagger good? back, bro? You do. You do. You have acquired it once again. Now, this episode, man, we have a we have something that uh, another product to endorse another another fucking a seal of approval. So this episode is brought to you by something to keep you warm this holiday season. while also creating a lovely scented atmosphere, which I mean, come on. We know who likes heat and smells. Everybody's down for this shit. I love right? my farts, so I sign me up. <laughs> Just make sure you blame them on the dog. Now, <laughs> now, for our fellow Canadians, you can find this lovely product at your local Canadian Tire or online. So don't worry. Ooh. For for you know, even you and I could be enjoying it this holiday season. Now I'm going to introduce you. This is the Enviro Log Kentucky Fried Chicken Eleven Herbs and Spices Fire Log. <laughs> Let that Yo. marinate. Oh, okay. well, gladly let it marinate that what this is, is a is a priest ready to go fire log for your fireplace that is supposed to make your house smell like a Kentucky fried chicken. OK, question, question. Yes. Does it smell like the goody, like great fried chicken smell or does it smell like when you're walking behind and you work at the place beside and you smell those grease traps every day? Well, there's, a <laughs> there's an absolutely there's a difference. A difference. I know. Does it smell like the bathroom of the KFC or does it smell like the dining area? Now, the, this revolutionary fireplace product meant let me let me clarify the details for you here. So it's meant to burn clean for three hours. It's supposed to fill your house with the scent of chicken, right? It's like you got a you got a bucket. You just brought it home for the kids, right? It's that same I got a bucket, son. For some reason, people want their home to smell like food when there actually isn't food in it, which to me is like could you imagine people starving in the other parts of the world who are like, you know, you're telling me that people over in that part of the world make their home smell like food and then don't have food to eat. They like taunt themselves with the appearance of food. I mean, people. Yeah, I could. Uh, yeah, I don't know what the fuck that's up with. Like that. my girlfriend has a candle when I'm dying. My girlfriend has a candle that smells like blueberry pancakes and I hate it with my everything in my soul. I hope it dies. To make you want to eat pancakes? Yeah, but of course I show up at the house. There's no pancakes. So you know, mm -hmm. you come in, like you walk in, like you imagine you came home by blueberry yeah. pancakes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You walk mm -hmm. into it anywhere mm -hmm. and it smells like your favorite food, and then you're like, oh my god, you walk in, like apple pie. You're like, oh god, I would love apple pie. Like, is there apple pie? Like, no, it's the candle. No, it's an actually an intervention. Sit down, please. <laughs> we drew you in. You've been eating apple pie for 30 days straight. We all here. We're all here because we care. Now, anyway, so who doesn't want their house to smell like Kentucky Fried Chicken? First of all, I mean Popeyes owners. <laughs> yeah, people, Popeyes fans. <laughs> people are on that Southern Alabama website kick. Oh, absolutely. So you were asking about whether or not what does it smell like? Now, I like to dig into a product to make sure. You know, we don't want to endorse anything for our listeners that isn't highest quality, right? So, you know, again, the seal of approval comes with our investigatory, you know, skills. Now, so I'm looking at the Canadian Tire website, right? Now, they've got some reviews for this product. Oh, please. So the please average, 
The average rating of of the Envirolog Kentucky Fried Chicken 11 Herbs and Spices Firelog is two out of five stars. But what? But there is a five star review. Only one, which clearly is bringing the rating up to two stars. And I'm going to read you this five star. Oh, he actually typed. Excellent. I would love he or she. Excuse me. Let me be inclusive. This review goes as follows. It is titled, I'll never go back to a regular log. We got that there chicken log at the crummy tire in town and ee-wee, it's good. <laughs> never hurts to get a bucket on the way home to burn it. Then you won't complain. It ain't smell right. It's log burning good because the reality is, is the rest of the reviews of this thing are that A, it smells like nothing and B, it only burns for 90 minutes. So it's completely bullshit. Apparently, it only smells like Kentucky Fried Chicken when you open the package. So whatever light glazing they're dusting they put on the log is barely there. And when you burn it, it's just a regular log. Your house and won't smell like Kentucky Fried Chicken. It is quite literally burnt off. And it just is a shitty yeah. piece of wood that doesn't even do its job. Yeah. So you just get this oh. whiff of KFC and then you burn a log. That's essentially that like, it. Doesn't that sound like a holiday gift to you? An overpriced something you already have that actually doesn't even fucking work. But it's such a letdown. Like, even if you got it as a gag gift, if you're just like here check us out it's gonna make your house smell like fried chicken it doesn't even do that you don't even That's get weak. the satisfaction of like the like oh damn it does smell like a bucket in here like mm, like nothing you get nothing that's such a good feeling that to come home to a smell of a bucket of chicken and then you're right man i would be so pumped yeah. to walk in the door and then to be let down by their not no that's chicken. Not, no there's no chicken that's just the fire log i bought the but what? i would be I would be less let down than if I spent $11 on a piece of wood that smelled like Kentucky Fried Chicken and it didn't smell like Kentucky Fried Chicken. I'm a right. cheap motherfucker. I'd be frustrated as hell. Doug, for $11, you could have gone to Kentucky Fried Chicken and bought and some And got chicken. me some fucking chicken and just like held it over my face. like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then you could have just lit a piece of wood on fire in your fireplace and you would have been exactly in the same spot, but you'd have chicken this time. This is amazing. I mean... Mm. Yeah, mm. it's it's I can see why the reviews are so bad, because clearly, clearly it doesn't do how you can even sell something that literally some doesn't things, do anything. Some things just don't mix. And I don't think wood and and fried chicken scent. Yeah, I don't I don't know if they go together unless an actual KFC is actually on fire, in which case then that would be a natural blend. Have you but, ever have you ever smelled a building on fire? Uh, Let me tell you. Um, I feel like Kentucky Fried no. Chicken would be all right, but I came by a Midas muffler that was on fire one day, and we stopped by and burning rubber, it. eh? Let me tell you, we left pretty quickly. It didn't fucking smell good, bro. <laughs> like burning like, oils and uh, uh, yeah, cancer. Yeah, that's like burning PBA plastics. <sighs> all those, all those things in that place that have like warning labels and those symbols on them for different kind, times of way that you could die from this product. Yeah, all on fire. Yeah, I'm sure that was that was probably Doug, something. smoke is scary, but when you see like black smoke, you're like, all right, all right, yeah. it's time for me, time for me to take off here. Yeah, that's you can feel your life expectancy plummeting, like you're falling out of an airplane. Like, yeah, bro, <laughs> that ain't good for you. Now, okay, so KFC. Isn't just cooking up, though. KFC's making moves, all right, because they aren't just cooking up with those holiday logs this season, right? Not only can you get a bucket, come home and light KFC firewood on fire, may or may not work as advertised, but while you're doing both those things, you can, you'll be able to coop up with the television, okay, and you're going to be able to pop on a little entertainment, right? Because, you know, you get your food, you get something to watch. Now, okay. let me tell okay. you about something that's been in the works. Coming 
next week from the Lifetime channel, right? The home of Ooh. terribly written romantic comedy movies that, that almost endlessly get pumped out with the same plot. But they've got something that they've been cooking up. This is a recipe for seduction. And this, is a, this is a movie coming. Do tell. This is actually a mini movie from the Lifetime channel. And it stars Mario Lopez playing the lead role of Colonel Harlan Sanders. <gasps> the man, the myth, the legend, Colonel Sanders Mario himself. Lopez. Mario Lopez is Colonel Sanders in the role that we are sure will finally get him that Academy Award he's so overdue for. So Mr. Lopez is Colonel Sanders. The story focuses on a young heiress, I assume probably to some sort of herbs and spices fortune, but her her mother has handpicked a man for her to marry, right? To, for the honor of the family. But our our young damsel has taken to another man. She's got eyes for she's, she's watching this tanned Colonel Sanders god figure. Mexican Colonel Sanders. Mex- yeah, yeah. Some <laughs> some some like a, a Latino Colonel Sanders. I actually don't know where Mario Lopez is from. He's probably like. I have no idea. We should look it's a him pretty up. safe bet to say he's Latino. His name's Lopez. That's true. That's he's, is he related to Jennifer Lopez? Isn't that his sister? No. Yeah, no, dog. No, no, Jennifer Lopez and Mario Lopez are not related. No. I'm, I'll Google it. I'll cut this oh. out of Google it. And uh, are they? Mario. No, no, they have nothing to do with each other. But Lopez isn't a very you know common name, Dan. Uh, I just. I'm sorry you for sidebarling sure? your whole your whole your whole segment. <laughs> He's actually from San Diego. This is where Mario Lopez is from. Oh, so I'm just an ignorant asshole. Okay. Yes. Oh. Yeah. oh, I was like, oh, it's Jennifer Lopez's sister. <laughs> he's got Fuck. yeah. He's he he's not related to Jennifer Lopez, and he's from California. So <laughs> there but is now that. now he's Colonel Sanders. So but now Mario Lopez is playing Colonel Sanders. Okay. And and I get there's a couple quotes from the press release here, okay, that I gotta I gotta read you as well. So this comes, this first quote comes from KFC America's CMO. So this is a woman named Andrea. I'm gonna butcher this, but Zahumensky. Right. So well she's, she's she's well in the she's in the C-suite club of the company, and she's got this to say about this this hit movie, undoubtedly hit movie that's coming out next Absolutely. week. Absolutely. Says quote: We're no strangers to heating things up for the holidays. Just like our famous fried chicken scented fire log. But let's face it, we could all use a little distraction this holiday season. So why not fill some of your time at home with a suspenseful drama and the comfort of our world famous fried chicken? A recipe for seduction is a perfect excuse to curl up at home and escape to your own happily ever after. How about that? Did she paint a beautiful picture of a fried chicken scented holiday romance. I'm so excited to walk up to my family on the holidays, ignore them. Yeah. Eat a bucket of fried chicken. Yeah. I KFC log, watch some Mario Lopez dressed as an old white chicken faster. <laughs> I can't fucking wait, dude. This I is going to be the most Kentucky fried holiday ever. Yeah. You just be, honey, take the kids upstairs. Daddy's watching. A recipe for seduction. Okay. This is some me time. This holiday. I got chicken. I got Mario Lopez. I don't I, I don't need you right now. 
Leave me alone while I enjoy this. Dude, chicken and love go hand in hand. Oh, do they ever, man? Do they ever? Chicken and love. I mean, chicken is love, right? Mm. Good chicken is like a good woman. That sweet, crispy skin. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Warm breasts. (laughs) Juicy thighs. Juicy thighs. Yeah. Exactly, man. Mm. Look, we're uncovering the secrets of the love. Universe. Them bone in, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> bone in and bone down. <laughs> bone in and bone appetite, baby. <laughs> uh, all right. So there's also a second quote here. This is from A and E Networks, who I guess must own Lifetime because A and E has really, you know, outdone think, themselves for the past couple decades. So this is from one of their their executive vice president of ad sales marketing. So you know what this guy's, you know how this guy's brain works. So quote, though a terrific cast and with a wink to the unique sensibilities celebrated in Lifetime movies, this co-production spotlights each brand's POV and marries them in a fun and authentic way, because. You know, that that's the magic of this, that they took two brands, lifestyle romance movies and Kentucky Fried Chicken, and they brought these together in a harmonious, symbiotic, synergistic, revolutionary blend. Who needs a layer of spices when you got two great brands, my friend? Absolutely. And you know what I took from that is that somebody got paid a hell of a lot of money to fucking spin that bullshit to you because why the fuck does a love story and KFC go hand in hand, man? Right. Who was sitting around a table one day and thought, you know what aspect of Colonel Sanders we've never learned about? His love life. We need a Colonel Sanders love story because, I mean, yeah, obviously, I I, want to, you know, I want to see Aunt Jemima's coming of age movie. I was gonna say, apparently in in Georgia, they're they're fiending for that Popeye's love story. So <laughs> that's Louisiana. <laughs> oh, it's Louisiana. Excuse of course, me. jeez. Right, right. That's that. You gotta get it twisted, Louisiana. People got that, you know, that like hometown affinity thing. But I mean, KFC, Fire Logs, and Lifetime movies—they're just brand fusion, man. That's that's impressive. Got, they're taking got, shots. That's what I was saying. They got a they got a brand, and they're trying to build on it, man. Yeah, they're trying to get yeah. everything they can out of it. They're like Curry from Beyond the Arc, man. They're launching. They're, they're like, you know what? Fire logs. Let's see how that goes. Lifetime movie with a, a non-white celebrity playing a like Southern plantation owner. Like, yeah, sure. Put that one up too. see what yeah, happens. You, yeah, you can launch from half court, but that doesn't mean you're going to hit. I mean, <laughs> look, folks, you know, a recipe for seduction. You can't miss it this holiday. Well, you know what the bizarre thing is, though, is that usually weird products that do fan service probably actually do make money. Um, so I probably. bet that will do well. And I got yeah, another one right. in mind, actually, in the similar do vein. Hell, do you? Excellent. This holiday season, Mountain Dew came out with a cookbook. Now, oh, unfortunately, fuck. unfortunately, it was only available for a limited time. So it was available for a week oh, window. So shit. we've missed it. And I'm very shit. upset about this. Shit. Very upset. Shit. However... I would like to talk about it. So Please. they said that this was a long overdue love letter to their fans. Okay. So most of the recipes I guess in here were actually like fan submitted, that right. kind of stuff. Right. Right. Um, there's about 40 recipes in this book, including such favorites oh, as green pancakes, oh. green eggs and ham, uh, salsas, barbecue sauces. Yeah, that might not be too bad. Mountain Dew infused pickles. Oh, Jesus oh Christ. God. Jalapeno poppers. And Mountain Dew slushies. Now that one, all right, that's legit. That actually that's, might that be like crazy. already like I you yeah. can like get one at the store right now. Like yeah, absolutely, absolutely. But 
I don't know how I'm feeling about putting Mountain Dew in my motherfucking eggs, bro. <laughs> like, I don't think so. Can you imagine like you like you like you know we're like dating somebody new and you're just like stay over i'll make you breakfast in the morning you wake up in the morning you're just like what are you making how do you make your eggs yeah i put a little mountain dew in these you're gonna watch trust me you're gonna like these you know a little a little oil you know i like to put a little salt and pepper before you cook it right and of course a little mountain dew code red right Mm -hmm. here you go (laughs) now here's the thing if i start making a woman green eggs and hams for breakfast i mean like she's probably gonna start questioning like fuck where's this cat suit where's this big hat where's Where's the serial one killer? Fish, right? Two like, fish, red fish, blue fish books. <laughs> like, I don't think this is what Dr. Zeus had in mind when he wrote Green Eggs and Ham. He's probably no. like throw down shit, be like, you were supposed to fucking take it literally, you idiots. Like, fuck. But you're like green battery acid juice into it. Like, no, it really flavors it up. Like, it's okay. It's here's so the thing. good. Some things you can you can fuck with with cooking and, and make some good shit. Like you could take some flaming hot Cheetos and smash those up and use those as a batter for some sort of like chicken and it'd probably be fire. Like sure. I could see that for sure. Sure. But well, you, I don't hey, know. It's fire because you're using flaming hot Cheetos. No, oh, right. but I don't know about putting Mountain Dew into my pancake batter. Like I don't. That's a literal episode from that fucking Clone High show. Do you remember that show? Is it actually when they had the extreme blue? And they would get Jack Black was a guest star episode, uh, and they would drink Extreme Blue. It was this energy drink, so but it's literally it like Mountain Dew. Like the, the components of it, the components, the ingredients were blue house paint and pancake batter. That's <laughs> what so they were selling to these high school kids to get juiced oh, up. Oh God! Oh God! Mountain Dew in your pancake mix. What other things do you think? We, like, can we expand on this? Like, can we? Like, what else would you put Mountain Dew into if you had to? If if you if you were the ad company that had been commissioned by Mountain Dew to be like, you got to like come up with like forty recipes so we can put this cookbook out for like promotion. Could, like, what else are we coming up with? Like, okay, so you could do. Okay, so my girlfriend uses pop sometimes when she makes like pulled pork as like a reduction. So maybe you could do it in some sort of slow cooking meat, but the thought of putting green oh. pop with a slow cooking meat makes me want to Oh, vomit. like people who put like red wine, like when they're cooking like chicken or something, like you're just like, yeah, it's like now a reduction. to add the Mountain Dew. <laughs> the Mountain Dew reduction. <laughs> somebody's oh, got to come up. Somebody's going to steal this idea because, you know, the internet's thirsty. If it doesn't exist you already, have- but somebody's got to do, so we got to do a YouTube channel where, where you do amazing recipes, but you just substitute one ingredient for something absurd every time. And the secret of the YouTube channel is every episode, you never know when you're going to get the ingredient. So you oh. start, it's like 40 minutes long. It's like a full cooking process. It's like everything. Jesus. And then at some point, all you know, you're on the edge of your seat just waiting because at some point, casually, like as though nothing is different, the person will just bring in a new ingredient that makes no sense and be like, on top of my delicately made chicken parm i will pour like melted like dog testicles and you're like what you're like <laughs> what whoa, whoa 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 like we well, don't put marinara sauce on this actually and in fact and then we of course shred some cheese you're like whoa whoa, whoa go, go go back go back was that last one bro i'm expecting you to say like a pop or a candy or something where you say melted dog testicles <laughs> well you need that you need that rich flavoring is what you need you know? Yeah, I'd say, I'd say yeah. the the as far as Serge Ibaka is the beef penis. Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> oh, we miss him. I miss Serge. I miss. Serge. We miss you. Come come home, baby. Baby, come back. You know what I don't miss? What these coronavirus fucking laws, these quarantine rules, and all this shit. What I also don't oh. miss is how it's not going to take a turn, is it? No, this is in Canada. So 
within our different like regions, okay, we've got yeah. different lockdown levels and rules and yada yada. So yeah, yeah. Toronto is essentially on lockdown, but York is not. Neither is Durham. Neither is Pickering. Oh is yeah, area. So people just go to those outside fucking areas to do their thing, right? So this is my issue with a lot of these coronavirus rules is that they don't actually fully effectively work on a grand scale. They probably do help a lot in reducing numbers. I'm not saying that. Yeah. I'm just saying that on a personal level, people will be like, well. I have to do this, so I'm going to do it, and that's just human nature. I think, honestly, I'm not. I'm not telling people that they're a bad person for going right. and shopping in another city. Right. Like, right. I get it. However, because these rules are so dumb, I feel like we're almost trying to restart normal life, and places are trying to do their best, but they're also just completely dropping the ball and missing the whole point. And case in point is in Ohio right now. Okay. Okay. So the Ohio, like high school athletic department, has allowed the resumption of wrestling. Wrestling is okay. However, right. you can't shake hands with your opponent. It's strictly forbidden to shake hands with your opponent. You cannot, you cannot sit too close to your opponent. You cannot. You have to socially distance with your fucking team. All this stuff. But, but you, you can, can wrestle. wrestle. You can fucking wrestle, where you literally get as close as you possibly can, breathing on rub each other your body all over somebody else and try to pin them to the floor. Like how yeah. the fuck? Like I don't understand, dude. I don't get it anymore. And I'm not convening for should we have lockdowns? Should we not have lockdowns? Should we be allowed to wrestle? Should we not be allowed to wrestle? But the what contradictions, I'm, you mean? Exactly. Right. That's what I'm frustrated with. Like, are we doing one or the other? Like, this is fucking ludicrous. What was like? Point. What was that? That like there was one in the NFL where like the uh, some football team or maybe like the New Orleans Saints. Someone was like partying in their locker room after a win and they got fined because they're like you're not supposed to like party with each other and i'm like but they just played three hours of football with each other and now they're in the locker room i'm like rubbing up on each other yeah, yeah like, like I, wait like if if it's not safe enough to do one thing i mean i think that's everywhere though man every every place in the world right now is doing that with the like don't do this but you can do that and you're like but like here's my thing with pro sports with this right now Money is on the line. A lot of money. Like I'm talking, we're talking billions, right? So yeah. obviously they're going to do everything in their power to play their games. They'll deal with everything on the outside of the game and then punish you because they need the games to be played. But at a high school yeah. level, if you are genuinely concerned about people's safety and you're doing this and that, and you can't have, you can't have handshakings, you have to social distance with your teammates. You have to properly sanitize absolutely everything that you touch. Like apparently they're extremely stringent with this and that's good. Yeah. I'm not saying it's not, but then you are allowed to wrestle. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, you know what I mean? Like, what the fuck? Shouldn't you just like not be allowed to wrestle? And then well, you can. Isn't that I sort of the know, point man. of a lot of these things? Right. Like that, like, even if they are sort of contradictory, the more little bits and pieces you have, even that's like a reduction. Like, is not. I mean, I agree with you. Like, I think a lot <laughs> of it's stupid because honestly, it's all about money everywhere. Like even my job. The only reason I'm, I'm still being forced into an office is because it costs too much for them to figure out a solution. So they're just yeah, like, yeah. fuck them, send them back. Like, and it's like, you know, they give us like, they're like, well, you have to wear like the the three level fucking mask, like the, the ones that are like being smothered by a pillow. And they're mm -hmm. like, you have to wear those and like you have to wear them at all times. And I'm like, well, then if I have to do that, why am I here? Right. Like if it's so dangerous that they're like, well, we need to make sure you don't touch anything or do any of this. and You're not near anybody. I'm like, then why are we in this space? Like, I get what you mean. Uh, right? Like, it's it's sort of I that's why everyone's arguing about it. It's just genuinely like it makes me think like what? Like, this is just fucking stupid, man. Like, it's one or the other. You either care or you don't. And yeah. I don't know, man, it's. Yeah, that's just bother been bothering me. Just the the, the uh, contradictions and the inconsistencies within the laws and the regions and this and that. It's like what's it's the because fuck, we're man? stupid. We're a stupid species full of idiots. I just want to be New Zealand. Yeah, mm. so do I. So do I. Mm -hmm.
That's how we'll uplift. For anybody that doesn't know, New New Zealand and Australia. I don't know about Australia, but I know New Zealand is killing it. Yeah, New Zealand absolutely killing it in regards to the COVID control. Killing it is an interesting use of words in the situation, but I, we follow. (laughs) They're killing it by keeping grandmas safe. Right, they're killing it by not letting anyone die, which is nice. But nobody, nobody has COVID. Like it's. It's a marvel, really. In Middle Earth over there. Let's all go move there, and we'll we'll have a we'll have a great time. I don't. Great. I like rugby, but I don't like rugby that much, bro. I watched. I have a confession to make. What's I that? watched my first soccer game. Ooh, yeah. ooh. I watched. Like- I, I watched, and I watched it live too. Like it was. I was. I happened to. I was gonna watch like NFL, like Sunday or something like that. And I think there was a watching- game on. Were you watching oh, sorry, the zone? It was- Yes, it was on Wednesday. I was going to watch the Ravens game, right? Because that weird schedule, but it, it was like three o'clock on a Wednesday. So, but that was like, it was prime time for soccer. So uh, right when I was turning it on, I was like, you know what? I'm actually going to watch the soccer game because it'll be over in like less than an hour now. And then there's still going to be three quarters of football to watch. So I was like, fuck it. I've, I've been meaning to do it. I'm going to watch my first soccer game. So I watched, I watched Paris versus, um, fuck. Paris versus, I think, Manchester United. So it's like Champions League. It's like it's like a big thing, right? This is like yeah, yeah. the big competition. And I was like, I was watching it and I suddenly realized that I was enjoying it <laughs> for the first yeah, time in my life. I, was like, I actually really like this. And I was like, I love how quick it's going. I love that. Like, I understand the game a little bit right now. I'm like, I, I get how this is working. I think I'm into it, man. I think I, I think I might be. I've been waiting to uh to make that jump myself. I feel like that whole North American soccer shit mentality has slowly been dripping away from me as I grow up and realize yeah. that that's fucking dumb. Every sport's good. Um, it's just a matter of I haven't really got around to it, and I've kind of been waiting. Um, and DAZN actually has been yeah, the reason I asked that. Yeah. It's always there. And, oh, and I was like, you know what? If I'm not watching anything and I'm putting – because I do this a lot. Um, I'll be doing something on my laptop or my phone yeah. or whatever around the house. And I have my TV there because I live in a condo. It's a small space, so my screen is always available. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I put something on the screen, right, usually yeah. for sound, if it's, a, if it's a podcast, if it's a video log. Yeah. Anyway. I've been thinking about putting soccer on because we aren't in the in the UK, so our times are always really bizarre. Yeah. And I'm up late, so it's like eight AM on like a Sunday morning. They're like, there, there's shit going on. There's games being played. There's games being streamed. Mm. So it's like, why not put it on in the background? So now you've the, actually the made beauty, that jump. Good for dog, you, dog. The beauty yeah. of it is this, right? Is that this is the first time where, like, I had a friend, uh, my buddy Dave was out here, and we were talking. He's a big soccer fan, and I was saying, I was like, I'm trying to. I think I might get into it. And he was like, Well, you should pick a team. And I'm like. I'm like, yeah, yeah, and I'm thinking about it. And then I started watching a little bit and I'm like, I can't just pick a team. So there's going to be this to say that there's going to be this beautiful thing that that very few sports fans get to experience, which is if you get into a new sport, all you have to do to begin with is to just watch games, any game at all, and just let yourself be drawn to somebody. I watched that one game and I was like, I think I like this team more than that team. And I think I like this guy. I know nothing about them. If I went to a soccer fan was like that, this guy for this team, they might be like, oh, they're the worst. They're fucking blah, blah, blah. But I don't know that, which mm-hmm. means that I just get to walk right in and be like, let's check this shit out. This is dope. Yeah, like, these guys are rent new fan quick. look. yo. Yeah. You're like looking at some guy and you're like, oh, you're like, I think this guy might be an asshole, but I also like the way he plays. <laughs> and you're just like, all right, I can dig this shit. It's it's beautiful, man. It's it's such a rare thing in life to be able to like discover like a massive sport and just be like, let me just get used to it. Let me just figure okay. it out. Here's a question for you, actually, related sure. to sport. Um, sure. Different sport, though, because it's Canada. So in hockey right now, uh, Alexander Lafreniere, the the first overall pick. I, I might have said his name a little bit incorrectly. OK, there. yeah. But the first pick that just got picked by the Rangers, um, 
he's not being allowed to be released to the World Juniors this year. So here's my question to you, because okay. this dude's like apparently the next Sidney Crosby. Right, how do right, you feel about that? Now that we're a little bit older and we're looking back on it, how do you feel about organizations holding their players out themselves from being able to go compete on a world level? You think it's bullshit? Um, you understand it? Like, where do you where do you stand on that? I understand it both ways. I mean, I mean, I'm I typically I'm more pro worker than I am pro management, I guess. Which uh oh, now I'm too. on a list. Uh, now I'm uh, on the list. Oh no! But ah. I, I I get where like I get where those people are coming. Those companies are coming from too, because they are not like regular workers. They I mean mm-hmm. they are in a sense, but you're, no, they're you're also, an investment. They're yeah, they're a serious high value commodity, and you're like this is kind of different, right? I mean. Uh, like like I sympathize fully with like college football players, but like when it gets to the NFL and NFL players have a have a gripe, I'm like, I kind of have less of a sympathetic pull for you. You're a paid like, employee. Yeah. like And you're yeah. and you're in the highest percentage of paid like, you know, there is pretty much like you make like mm. you can make multitudes more than like heart surgeons and all that. And you're like, OK, like that's a bit different in this case. Yeah, I, I see both ways, but I I don't know. I don't know. I'd probably side with the team in this case. You know, they want him to play till he's 40. And if he blows a knee, knee out at 18, he might not like, here's the thing. So at, at a heart level, I'm immediately like, that's bullshit. You should be able to suit up for your country whenever. Sure. Like that's, that should be almost like a right yeah. of an athlete. Yeah. That's the way I view it because I'm a fan. However, because I asked you about your opinion now with our age, I'm an adult. I understand how shit works. Yeah. If I had a fucking you know, $90 million investment or something. And I yeah. have literal contractual control of you. I don't want to risk that. No, nah, dude. Sorry. It's hockey. So it's probably way less than that. So yeah. <laughs> yeah well, fair enough. Right. <laughs> I, I have no idea what the contracts are in the NHL anymore. Uh, for, for Rick. I think family. they're on the lower, they're closer to the lower end of the scale compared to the other sports from what I understand. Mm. It's not like baseball or something like that. Like, but yeah, I'm, I'm also like you, I'm obviously pro worker versus management, fuck management. And speaking of management and fucking, Stick okay. in the middle figure. What you them. got? What you got? Down here in Waterloo, Iowa at a pork processing plant. Uh, Waterloo, uh, so, Iowa. Not yeah. Yeah. So this is in America, not uh Waterloo, Ontario, as some of right. us some know of us and drive through and ignore. Been, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> some of us know where it is on a map, kind of. Uh anyway, so this company Tyson, uh apparently their managers were actually betting money oh. on how many workers would contract COVID nineteen. Speaking of chicken, Tyson's yeah, Tyson's like a massive chicken producer, if I understand. Are they as well? Eh? So they're yeah. probably just uh, in the whole the whole livestock game, eh? Uh-huh. So evidently, uh, at the time this article was written in earlier November here, um, could obviously get worse, but five employees had died. More than a thousand employees in their plant had COVID, okay? Had tested positive. There are 2,800 total employees. Yikes. So about a th- over a third of the employees had COVID. At this oh, point. they were just spewing it on each other then. Yes, because they were working in extremely like tight conditions. They're also dealing with management who thought uh, it doesn't exist. It's not real. You guys are going over it. Anyway, long story short, these guys actually started betting on gambling how many employees would get it. as kind of like a tongue-in-cheek sort of thing, and this eventually got out. Uh, um, upper, okay. upper management was even explicitly telling lower management to come in even if they have symptoms, telling them stuff like it's an over-glorified flu, it's not a big deal, all that typical bullshit that you hear spewed out, right? Yeah. Apparently, one supervisor was even going to get tested, was leaving work, and was intercepted and told, quote-unquote, we all have symptoms you've got a job to do so i mean 
it gets even worse, bro. So then on top of that, they started having incentives in the, con- uh, sorry, incentives for the employees. Like they had a $500 bonus uh, incentive for any employee that showed up for three months consecutively so that you wouldn't uh-huh. want to skip out on work if you got sick and all this shit. Dude, what the fuck? They had a cash buy-in winner-take-all pool for how many people was going to catch COVID in this place. What the fuck is wrong with this like i don't understand man it's it's uh, well first of all again i think tyson if it is the tyson i'm thinking of which is tyson foods i think they are actually already like one of the shittiest group of shit bags surprise surprise yeah like they're they they i think have a long history of like buying politicians to like stop themselves from getting in trouble and all this shit like they are they're they're up there already so i mean yeah it's just it's it's the same thing everywhere though man i mean say again like every job like everybody who works anywhere right now who's being forced to go to work it's it's everybody just keeps looking at it as the show must go on right like we've 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 crossed this threshold through this whole year of of realizing that about our economics and about like our industry and our, our workplaces that like when it boils down to it nothing matters but the perpetuation of the business yep. right like everything has to continue to go we have built a world where everything must keep moving forward. And if it doesn't, it collapses because of the systems we've decided to create and live under. Right. Like it's, it's the same thing, right? Like that company has profit margins to maintain. They have supply lines. And then there's all these people down the line who all rely on it. Like you can't tell a farmer to stop providing his goods because then it's like, what do I do with this shit? Now I'm not making it like it's, it's, we're so interconnected. Right. The whole system, all these systems rely on everybody being a part of it. And then when something like this happens or a crisis takes place, we're like, hey, we should be in this together to get through this. And they're like, oh, actually, we can't. Like, we're only together Sorry, as I need long to, as it's working. I need to package this chicken and send it out as fast as possible, or yeah. people are going to get mad at me and not give us money. So you're going to yeah. get sick, okay? All right, and you're just going to keep working. And that's, yeah, like, that's oh, you work go. for Amazon. Like, you know how we make, we make sure you get a package scanned every 18 seconds? Well, because of COVID now, like, we're, we're delivering, you know, 80% more packages. So we're going to need you to scan an item every nine seconds now, okay? Can you do that? That's great. Okay, bye. You stop the, the chatting in between. Between your stops, it like yeah. it doesn't take you Can four you and a half piss seconds. Down your own leg instead of going all the way to the bathroom because that would really help us get a lot more packages now. Because everybody thinks they're going to get things in two days, and I'm if s- they don't, they get mad. I'm sorry, you've been rebuttaling what I've been asking you, and I haven't heard any beep. Yeah, beep you're now twelve packages seconds. behind. Yeah, I, I just need you to just pick it up a little bit. Buddy. Uh, you now are working for free for the rest of the day, and if you don't like it, you're fired. Enjoy sleeping in your car tonight. Bye. Thanks. Wow. I know, man. It's depressing. It's the it's the depressing thing that everybody who's like still working right now is feeling right. And then there's yep. all the people who are, are like no longer working who are mad for an even greater reason. Right. Like I, we're, all little, we're all a little edgy, which is why we need podcasts like this, man. We need we need a place where we can go. We can. We... I'm so fortunate that I haven't missed a paycheck during all this COVID stuff. I'm so yeah. fortunate that my industry hasn't stopped. But with that being said, dude, like, I feel so bad. Honestly, in Canada, I f- obviously feel bad because it's our nation, and I feel for you know this the play for yeah, our economic. Of course, everybody really right. But my biggest thing really right now, the American people who have no help at all, didn't get served oh, or anything bailed, like that, completely. dude. Yeah. I, I like I genuinely like my heart aches for those people like you're you're fucked. You're genuinely fucked. Yeah. And 
Yeah, like and nobody cares. Right. They're just like all their. No, that's pretty much it. Sorry, it and it goes back to the same well, thing. It must go on. Broken. Yeah, their politics is broken, and their economics demand blood sacrifice is essentially what it is. Like mm-hmm. that's basically it. Like all these, all the the economic systems we have demand that blood be paid to keep it going. Like in normal times, it's fine. Even uh, but even in normal times, we're like that. Uh, you know, like an Amazon employee like dies in a warehouse, and they're like, and we must continue to scan, otherwise the packages won't like will be you know behind by a th- hundred thousand packages in in a day if we don't keep working. Like Th- throw a tarp over his body and just keep going. Yeah, don't worry about it. Now to bring things back over to our border, right? Uh, I have a story here from Jasper National Park, somewhere you Ooh. recently went through, I believe. I did. I did. It was you great. Did. It's beautiful. You did. So you you can you can maybe imagine the story I'm going to tell you here. So apparently in Jasper National Park, as the winter is rolling in, they have decided to uh, put some disclaimers out for visitors through the area to not let the moose in the area, singular and plural to lick people's cars. They do not want you to let moose up to your car to lick your cars. This really? is a problem. Now, apparently moose rely on salt. It's a major part of their diet. So they they usually drop salt licks all over the area, right? So they lick the salt licks. But I'm sure you see where this is going. As the winter rolls in oh, no. and the roads get icy and we throw salt down on them, cars get covered in it, it covered in salt. And then the moose come up and lick the cars. So what people do, apparently, is as they're touring the area, because it's a big tourist area, they slow down to see the moose, the, the mm-hmm, moose of, of all kinds. Yeah, the yeah. mooses, the meese. The meese, the, <laughs> the mice. Meese, right, the mice. Right. Wait, what? But they <laughs> slow down to take a look. And these ginormous 800-pound creatures come rolling up to them and lick their cars because they're covered in salt. And they're like, shit, yeah. It's like a, you know. It's like the outside of a, you know, a, it's a, a disgusting tequila popsicle. Glass. Mm. Yeah, it's like you, you do a shot of tequila. They're like, mm, yummy. So they get up in there. The problem is, is that now the moose are getting close to the roads because they think that's where the cars are, which is oh, leading fuck. to an increase of people hitting moose with their cars, which is like a severely serious accident. Because you know what happens when you hit a moose, bro? It's like a, it's complete carnage, isn't it? Because it's like a thousand so- pound beast. Well, here's it's like, not just that. So they're giants. So first of all, you're hitting a fucking thousand pound beast that's just as heavy yes. as your car is, and it's a monster. Not only that is that most people are driving cars now in Jasper. A lot of people have trucks because it's a big area, and that's a good thing. So However, trucks are popular in Alberta. We know. Imagine, imagine you're driving a car. Okay, yeah. what ends up happening is they're so monstrous that you fucking take out their legs. So you smash their legs, and they fall all that weight directly into you, aka goodbye. And then you die, and the moose gets up and goes uh, from my knees and walks away. Yeah, I always remember hearing that as a kid. When, Terrifying. When, my parents told me that as a kid where I was like, what happens if somebody hits like a deer? And they're always like, the, the deer usually wins. They're like, it's it's well, just a, or like a moose. Deer might be different. a little right? bit better, but moose are uh, like if I was in my car, my little fucking Elantra. Yeah, if you hit a moose. Like, yeah, a like, moose would win. Just pray that I live kind of thing. Like, it's, yeah, no antlers no. come through the windshield. Oh, God. So, so they're coming up and licking the cars as like a, as yes. a salt source. Yeah, they just want the, they just want that sweet salt. And they're like, hey, so, there's always these things that come by and are salty. So like, mm. so, OK, there was some advice posted from the Jasper National Park Twitter account, right? Because they're trying to get the awareness out there. And uh, this this message said, keep beyond moose tongue distance by moving along before they get close. Which I don't know about you, man, but from now on, I'm going to measure everything in moose tongues because to me, there's just no other way. I mean, moose tongue distance. I don't know what that is, but 
I think it should become it should be this nation's unit of measurement. Forget the metric system. We no longer need that either. We are we are blazing a path into the future with moose tongue system. Okay, oh, everything will be MTs from now on. I know exactly what the fuck I'm going to do this weekend when I need to go to the grocery store. Walk in with my mask down over my mouth, but not over my nose, yelling at people. Hey, get the fuck away from me. You need to be an MT away from me. All right. Get a moose tongue's length. Just imagine. You, can the, you can lick the salt off my body. You're too close. <laughs> people are going to gonna get arrested. They're going to be like a strange story as a man was ranting about moose tongues in a local supermarket. It's gonna pronounced be- meese, <laughs> not mooses. As you're being dragged to the police car. It's meese. It's meese. Like throw him in the back, slam the door. Like, it's okay. He'll end up in the prison system because we don't have mental health services anymore. Oh, that's depressing. I let that one roll into the universe. That's depressing as fuck. All right. So here's something that's not depressing. It is actually G.O.D. This shit is gangster as fuck. So in Brooklyn, a rapper actually surrendered himself to the police because video actually surfaced of him climbing on top of a city bus and shooting off a flamethrower. <laughs> <laughs> so, <What? this> man's, <laughs> so this man's name is Dupree G.O.D. Now, in Canada, we probably haven't heard of him, but apparently in America, he actually did one of the dollar menu McDonald's commercials and did a rap for it for like, yo, McChicken dollar, motherfucker, holla, holla, you know, that kind I, of shit. And it was pretty popular. Nobody tells me that wasn't how it actually went, but no, sure. I don't think so. Not at all. I've so anyway, to see a Mickey Dick's commercial where there's something where they're like, motherfucker, I would probably <laughs> buy a lot more McDonald's if they I were like, too. get an egg McMuffin, motherfucker. I'd be like, yes, so, sir. So I actually watched a video of this and it's fucking amazing. Uh, I should send it over to you. So basically this guy climbs on top of an ice cream truck in downtown Brooklyn at like 11 o'clock on like a Saturday night. So it's bumping. It's a good spot. So he climbs on top of this ice cream truck and then jumps onto a city bus that's filled with people. So it's driving its route and he's got a fucking flamethrower, dude, and just starts letting it off into the air like fucking jumps down blasting it off and so he just ran away after this so he goes off for like 45 seconds and i guess they called the cops the cops showed up nobody was there so they thought it was nothing well the videos came out and that's when they were like all right it's dupree god is this this guy this is a felony we need this is a felony you can't turn him in yeah so they turned himself in he got charged with reckless endangerment and he was quoted as saying he was like no it was just art man art just Just art This motherfucker was out there shooting flamethrowers just for the just for the streets, bro. Just art. This is the most Brooklyn shit I've ever seen when you watch it, dude. Like climbing on top of this ice cream truck where there's like an old wearing like a Yankees hat. Like, uh, I'm pretty sure he had a wife beater on and like sagging jeans, and I'm not even exaggerating. Tim's? Probably. It's Brooklyn. I, I forget about that. We say that as probably. two people who know nothing about Brooklyn in reality. <laughs> Well, I, I do know that Matt Tim's, listens to Action Bronson. So, I mean, there's that. Like, yeah. Well, I know that Tim's dead ass B and New York Yankees caps are a must if you live in New York. So sure. So you're pretty much from there, right? So. Yeah, I've, I'm born and raised, actually. Right. Uh, yeah, of course. Fuck Giuliani. He was great during 9-11. He was great during 9-11, but fuck Giuliani. You don't have to be from New York to say fuck Rudy anymore, right? Can you imagine this thing about this? You're in court, okay? You've you've done some ridiculously heinous shit. So heinous, so heinous, okay, that it's it's being talked about in the like the world media. You're like an right. OJ level thing. And okay. Giuliani is your lawyer. And you're oh, in you're God. you're in trial and your lawyer's hair starts leaking. How do you feel, bro? He just stands up, feel? takes that little corner handkerchief out, and he's just like <laughs> 
Oh, uh, my defendant here, like fucking like the the hair dye dripping down his face, and you're just like watching. Yeah, you'd just be watching I'd your be your freedom shitting, disappear down <laughs> the side of his head. Shitting, you'd bro. Be like there it goes. There goes any chance I had of seeing the light of day again. Sweating off this guy's sideburns. The, the prosecution is literally making my lawyer sweat, and it's pulling off the fake dye off his old <laughs> ass head down his fucking just, face. Just fade me, fam. I'm fucking done. I'm going. I'm to out. Prison. You go to prison, you'd be a legend in prison. You show up, they'd be like, yo, you had Rudy as your lawyer. <laughs> I've seen that shit. Like, oh, yeah, would man. you just get a, I just get a prison tattoo of ink running down my forehead. <laughs> it's like the new teardrop. <laughs> like, yes, yeah, it's, it's I, yeah, I, I, I had a lawyer that died. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, levels to that. Dad levels to that shit. Wow, we'll move on. We'll allow it. Okay, I got something for you. It was a bit of a mystery here. This took place in Peoria, Illinois. Okay. Ooh, okay. So apparently in Peoria, Illinois, at this sort of high traffic location in, in the city, there was a local artist who was asked to be commissioned to do a mural. Okay. okay. So somebody, some guy called him up and was like, yeah, I'm going to pay you to, to, I got a specific picture I want. Okay. And you're going to paint it and, and it's going to be right on the spot of the building here. This is my building. I own it. Like, I want this picture here. Like, I was like, cool. And apparently... According to the artist, he said, quote, that it was the one of the best paying commissions I've ever had. In fact, he was paid so well that he hired a couple of people to help with the project. OK, and the paint was paid for. So okay. he got he got like the royal treatment to do this project. All he had to do was paint the picture that this guy had sent to him. So the dude sends him the picture and he does it. And the project gets completed. The picture. And this is true. Was of. Okay, it's in it's in the style of that, like, you know, that classic, like Russian communist art style. Yes. Okay. I do. It's got yes. like an orange and red striped sky and like a city below. Okay. And towering over the landscape in this mural is the cookie monster. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> and underneath the cookie monster in Russian, in Russian lettering, again, that whole communist art style propaganda poster looking style. Okay. Is three words in Russian. World, Earth, cookies. Amen, brother. Amen. A fucking men. I know how much you love your cookies over there. Homie, Dog, so. this guy, I don't know who this guy was who wanted this art done, but this is a man after my own heart, for that is a cause that I gloriously fight for. World, Earth, cookies. Fucking this is like some. This is fucking a. This is like some Russian oligarch shit of just like, don't worry what it costs, just make it, okay? I World cookie Earth monster. cookie. World Earth cookie. That's it. Nothing but more. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. There's more to this story, unfortunately. Which unfortunately, is, well, oh no. Oh, no. As it turns out, the guy who called the artist and said, "I need you to paint this mural on my building," well, he wasn't the guy who owned the building at all. In fact, he was just a <laughs> random person oh, who God. they do not know who used the name of the guy who owned the building and said, "I'm him. Paint me this mural," and on the building. For it. Yeah. So eventually. The actual guy who owned the building called the city and went, what the fuck is this on my building? I called the artist and was like, uh, excuse me, why did you paint some fucking mural on my building? And the guy was like, you told me to. And he was like, no, I didn't. As it turns out, somebody it was it pretended to be the building owner and got this thing done. And the, the actual building owner has now painted over it with all white. But think about this, this, this instance here. 
somebody pretended and then pretended to own a building and then paid an artist a shitload of money. So they got paid. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh they got it. paid. I love it. I love it. This Everybody is commitment. wins here. This is commitment yes. to the cause, dude. This is this is real. This is for the cookie. This is beyond it's... art, beyond anything. This person Thank you, was Fred down. Durst. Thank you. Yeah, down for the cookie, man. This is probably my favorite story I've heard in a while. <laughs> it's incredible. The artist, the worker gets paid. Everybody's happy. The only guy that's getting fucked over is the guy who owns the building. Sucks for him, but it's also unbelievably fucking dope. That's epic, dude. A yeah. giant cookie monster. Just world. Was it world? World Earth Cookies. Earth Cookie. World Earth Cookies. I love I mean, it. I love mean, it. I've been thinking about another tattoo, man. And I, I don't know. I think I need to look, look no further than this. I'm going to get a giant get... communist cookie monster on my back with world communist cookie. A communist kaiju version of Cookie Monster. The guys who fight motherfucking Godzilla type shit, you know? But Cookie Monster. That's pretty, yeah. dude. That's but that in is Russia. A, that is a perfect way of describing what this mural looked like. It literally looked I like a it. Godzilla-sized Cookie Monster over a Russian city with a with the the communist art style. And I love it. And it's all about World Earth cookies, folks. That's gonna be the lesson we'd have to take away at some point. Like, I mean, uh, look to well, the cookie. Keeping oh. it in, uh, keeping it over here in uh, Eastern Europe. Okay. Coming out of Hungary, an oh. anti-gay Hungarian politician has resigned after being caught by the police fleeing a 25-man orgy. Through of, course. of course, of course, of course. Where, where is the more like, like this is the most obvious call in the fucking world. So yeah. oh, it's not the actual leader of the party. He's just a member of the party. His name is Joseph. I might butcher this. Okay. Joseph Shazer. I think it's how you say it. I, I, okay. Um, we'll give it to you. I don't. I, I yeah. Judges. I didn't even get Ding. close. Yeah, that's okay. Ding. All right, cool. So anyway, so he was in Brussels. Uh, they caught him fleeing out of a 25-man orgy uh, through a window. And I guess the police were literally quoted as saying, uh, we interrupted a gangbang. That, that was the actual quote the police gave. Yeah, they, they, don't, so, they don't PR it at all out there, right? They're just like, yeah, we were at a gangbang. Yeah. And the we thing is, it. I'm just going to be honest. It is what it is, right? Yeah. So the, uh, the prime minister currently, uh, Victor Orkan Fidesz. Um, so I guess this guy's actually been curtailing gay rights since he's been elected as a PM back in 2010. Uh, he quite literally rewrote the constitution there to his, his goal was to protect the institution as the union, the institution of marriage as the union of a man and a woman. So this guy wanted to, it's like very classic definition of marriage and yada, yada, which usually means that they're pretty anti-gay as well. Sorry, this is Hungary. Uh, you said, this is Hungary. Yeah, yeah. this is Victor Orban. So the actual politician. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the actual politician that was busted in this twenty-five man orgy. His name was Joseph Shazer. Um, so he's the one that got caught busting out of the climbing out of the window. He got also, caught busting. Him, eh? <laughs> yeah, he did. <laughs> yeah, he got caught busting. Yeah. So and he was spotted <laughs> fleeing in the gutter. Uh, so they found drugs in his bag. Of course, he always says what everyone says. Those are not my drugs. Right. Pretty sure if you're fleeing a twenty-five man gangbang and you have drugs in your bag, they're probably your drugs. Uh. Another thing, too, obviously, Ugh. there's COVID restrictions, right? So this is a politician oh. going to a 25-man thing during COVID, as well as being part of an anti-gay, you know, government system and being very, very, very gay. Also, if you see this man's photo, he he takes pretty good care of himself. I'm not – I could see it. I could see it. He looks like one of the – he looks like a bear. He looks like the guy that hides that he's gay, but in actuality is, like, the gayest man ever and just can't be himself. So I kind well, of feel first of all, him. again, I mean, like, the 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 – covid thing we all know we're supposed to keep our game bangs to like five yeah you're 25 actually much man in right. canada they're telling us to build glory holes they're not they're you can't even 
you can't even do it regular. They're telling us to wear masks, to not kiss our partners, to not face them, to build glory holes. I love our government. Are we going to like lose like are we going to lose like any intimacy? Is that going to be it? It's all going to just be this like cold. Sounds like it. Like utility based sex. That's all that people can have now is just like bend over and we shall fornicate like no, no kissing like six, six feet away from me on the couch and then go beside your hole when it's time for fuck. Yeah, like that's basically the problem now. Like it's it's Uh, the government's like ruining our sex lives now. Oh, my God. Like fight for your rights. Like something. something. Is it not the most obvious thing ever? Yes. Oh, a member oh, of an time. anti-gay politician, a member of that party, is actually in yeah. fact gay. It's it's, it's like those Bible thumpers who are like, we. They, <sighs> I believe that a civil union is between a man and a woman, and they're like, it's the it's the old like airport bathroom cliche, right? Literally, dude. Yeah, they're not bent over with their ass against the stall wall because there's a hole in it, right? Like they're, they're like, the oh, second I, I hear someone, yeah, like. Ugh. The second I hear someone is anti-gay or like has really hardcore opinions with stuff like that, I'm immediately like you're gay. Like I immediately assume that you have something that you just yeah. can't deal with because someone in your life has made you think that it's not okay. Yeah, and you have to suppress it. So therefore, everybody else is is awful for doing it and they're right. sinning and this or right. that. Right? Yeah, like, yeah of course. Of course. It's so painfully obvious. It's sad, but it's so painfully obvious, bro. Like, yeah, that's pretty much it. There, I think those are so, people yes. who are like, I'd rather, I'd rather like buy into my, like. I'd rather be hateful than than like to face the hardship of what it would like to be honest about it. Right. Like, I mean, for a guy like that, it probably sucks ass. It's like probably like, you know, it's like it's like old schoolyard bullshit where you're like the kid who for some reason has to say the most about themselves is usually the biggest bullshitter. Right. Like, no, I'm like literally full of shit. Yeah. I'm like the strongest kid in the whole school. You're like, you're probably like a little fucking weakling. Like it's it's I don't know. It's that kind of thing. Right. So. I don't know, bro. I don't know. Sad it's, but true. It's Sad so but fucking true. obvious, though. You're right. That this is classic, like, and it's always the same thing. It's always people who are anti-gay are like secretly like doing exactly that. They're like secretly visit a club at night, you know, and it's like someone's gonna like blackmail them with pictures someday. Like, <laughs> what were you doing oh, no. here on Friday night? I was sucking off twenty-four other men. <laughs> leave me up. Let me. Let me do what I want. How dare you <laughs> invade <on> my <laughs> private life, mother? Fucker. God, let me be wow. very clear for anybody because you guys don't know me out there listeners i don't care if you go to 25 man orgy gang yeah places. well i mean right now of COVID, i yeah right now, now it's maybe keep them small in normal times i don't care if you go to the greek bathhouses in your city that are under the table and you pay cash and nobody knows about them do you i could care less what i have an issue with is when <laughs> you demonize other people and yeah. then go secretly to these yeah. 25 you can gang, gang bang whoever like, you want but do not run for public office and then exercise your power over other people so that they cannot also enjoy the thrill of a 25 man game bang. I think that's just common. It's unfair. Courtesy. It's unfair. Just common. Unfair. It's kind of it's kind of unbelievable. You know, it really is. Again, that's what we're doing it's here, man. Living, my it's what we do here is we're here. We're here to make sense of the world around us. You know, we're, in- we're here. We're queer. Get used to it. We're I, here. I guess. Here. I don't think it's 1996 it. anymore, but you know, I, I don't think people chant that anymore at rallies, do they? I don't think they people do that anymore. Yeah, I think that's old. That's outdated, man. Give me the times, man. God, you're such an old. People in their late 20s are the worst. Just like dumb. They're dumb and ignorant. Well, I mean, this has been episode 12 of the fucking A 
podcast. Podcast. Motherfucker. Uh, yeah. For episode twelve, we're, we're. I mean, that one blew by. That was. That was. That was quick work, bro. That was. That was really. We're getting. We're getting into a groove. We're really developing. Yeah, we're growing. Yeah. A little bit better than last week. Last week, I was a little uh, downtrodden and filled with existential dread and smoked a little too much hey, weed. And probably should have had a beer. Who is downtrodden and filled? But with I was a little more dread. upbeat. I was a little more upbeat this episode. You know, I had a little more to say. I had a little more to consider. About. Consider this for me right now. This What's morning, that? I was having an intellectual conversation with a world leading psychologist. And tonight I was doing this. I'm a man of many talents. As you what know. are you trying to say? What are you trying to say? I'm this trying to say you talk to somebody intelligent. And then tonight you talk to me. Is that I, that's the way I took it. Exactly. It's exactly. the truth. Yeah, that's absolutely. the way. That's the way I meant it too. It's <laughs> the way I took it, and that's the way it's, it should be taken. It's like exactly it's the, truth, the way it bro. should be. I meant to. Smart dumb guys. I'm gonna Smart try dumb to. Guys. I'm gonna try to to see if we can create a rift in this relationship, and this podcast can fall apart only so that we can then make an epic comeback and restore faith in people. You know, they're gonna be like, oh, if they can make it, if these two guys can make it work on their podcast, man, there's hope for everybody. Really. Cheers so. to that. Cheers to that, brother. This has been episode 12. Uh, if you would like to reach the podcast, reach out and, uh, and you know, th- tell us what's on your mind. You know, send, send us your problems, your questions, your concerns. Again, we, we accept all sorts of life advice. If you, if you want uh, some guidance, Matt and I are happy to, to show you the way. You know, we're happy to lend our, our expertise on, on life on earth. And uh, you can email the podcast at fnehpodcast at gmail.com. Find us on Twitter and Instagram at fucking a podcast that's f-u-c-k-i-n-e-h podcast hit us up follow along tell a friend that's all we ask invite a friend to come on back for episode 13 we're, we're thrilled that you would join us for episode 12 and for any other episodes just join in get on the ride man you know it's all games no practice right homie ride the wild beast that wooden roller coaster that fucking slams your head into the side every time but you get on it every time you go to wonderland exactly that's what this podcast is that's right you 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 know what you're getting into, but you're still going to ride it. Well, you, you can never be sure what you're getting into, but you know that it's going to at least be somewhat enjoyable, you know, and that's why you come back for more. You know, that's true. You know, you know, so, I do know. As we leave, remember, know. folks, world, earth, cookies. cookies. But on that note, my friends, have a we great out. fucking evening. Week. We Until out next time. So long. Until further ado. Bye. Farewell.